is the eighth episode in a series of podcasts by Bolo Book Youth Centre for Saraz Radio, where we will set subjects each month based on youth identity. We will then ask the young people who attend the club to voice their opinions and experiences on the topics. This month's episode is on the lockdown. When I first heard of the whole COVID thing, I was thinking, oh, we're the UK, like that, that stuff's going to stay over in China. It's not going to come here and affect us. And I said that in January, like January, like even when I saw that, even from when the first person got COVID, I was like, yeah, like, come on, man. That person, like, they're just going to sort them out. But no one's going to, no one, like, it's not going to affect us. But a month later, you know, Boris announces lockdown and I'm like, what the heck? So... I, I don't know. I feel like I was kind of just like, I was thinking like we're too like we're, we're too we're the UK in it. I, I just didn't feel like that's something that would affect us. I feel like I felt like it was like nah. If it, if any country like we're not going to be the ones to to have to experience that. Ah uh, yeah, lockdown's been um all right. It's been I would it hasn't been terrible. Hasn't been amazing. Um, I've been able to keep my job and work whilst in lockdown. I normally go out seven days a week, but I think it's not it's not stressful, but it's a bit annoying. It's very annoying. Lockdown, lockdown's been for me. It's been um, it's been stressful, man. I can't lie. You know, you're locked up in your house constantly, having to wear a mask everywhere is annoying as well. It's understandable, but it's annoying. But nowadays, if you got out, you, got, you just got one job. You either go uni, college, wherever you go. You're not really going to bump into no one. It's just, uh, you feel like robots. To be honest, like, I kind of got a bit depressed. There was a time where I didn't even get out of bed for, like, five days. Like, not brushing my teeth, not showering, just in bed. It's funny, because it's like, it's a bit like prison, isn't it? You never really know what you have until it's taken away from you. And we just we just didn't appreciate the world and the luxuries of going out and free will and that until we wasn't able to do it no more. Um, I feel like it's been better because I've learned who I can actually like trust and stuff, and I've made like new friends. One hundred percent, it's it's made you see you see the, the the people that you've been tight with during this corona. There, I, I would say that's the people that are going to stay real. You. So the any any like any friendships you don't need, me I saw without even make without even telling anyone like not to talk to me, it, it just happened naturally. Like people just stopped talking and then the close, close friends just always kept kept that, that relationship going. Get me? That was the first lockdown. The first lockdown everyone was on edge. I remember when they first announced it and I thought, do you know what? I'm going outside. So I went outside. And it was a ghost town. There was literally probably about five people who I interacted with. And yeah, that was scary in a sense. But the second lockdown, everyone's sort of out. So I don't know if everyone's following the rules or if they're not scared by it anymore. But yeah, everyone's cracking on with it. I mean, I, I, can't, I, mean, I feel like I've, I've learned to deal with things like this now. Like, I feel like since I've been in lockdown, that's been so long. I've just gotten used to it, and that's something that's, um, that I've learned from the pandemic. Um, the fact that, I mean, 
if this was to go on even longer, I feel like I'd be better at it. Not that I want it to be going longer, but I feel like I've I've almost mastered like how to deal with lockdown. Honestly, yeah, it's so weird. I, I don't I don't even think I try not to think about it too much anymore. But we're still in lockdown, which is like which is actually crazy to me because I'm feeling like, you know what I mean? Like I just feel like this is just how it's meant to be now. I found myself in it, like. I don't know, I just established this new sense of self-worth between myself, like, being alone and being isolated from people for that long, it kind of makes you raw. Like, it's not like you don't need anyone, but if you never had no one, you'll be all right. And I know, like, my self-worth has definitely improved drastically because I know I don't need an army of people around me to to validate myself. So that's what lockdown has done for me, and it? it's just shown me People would say, yeah, show me, like, oh, yeah, like, this bare fake people and that, da 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 Nah, bro, it's shown me, like, myself. It's shown me who I really am. Like, in my worst state, being so vulnerable, not having really no one to chat to or see physically or touching other people other than people you see in your household, like, it's taught me, like, resilience, isn't it? If, if you're just at home every day, uh, working from home, just just in your house, stuck, uh, no contact in uh, the outside world, no communication with other human beings apart from your family. It gets depressing, you know. Not not communicating with others, you know. Not not being outside, not walking about freely, not being asked where you're going, you know, where you're off to. Like it's, it's a bit depressing, you know. It can definitely have an effect on a person that's suffering from mental health as well. You know, there's a lot of people out here nowadays, especially uh, in coronavirus, that have. Uh, came out and said uh, they're suffering from mental health. You know, I've got friends that I've, I would never imagine uh, would come out and say uh, they're suffering from mental health, you know? So uh, it's been a big thing uh, this year, to be honest, or this, this pandemic. Um, the key challenges for young people right now is probably how they, you know, their mental health is probably not in the best place because they probably feel like they've just stagnated in life and they feel like they're probably behind in schoolwork or just behind in university work or, or that they feel like their career isn't progressing and they've just wasted a whole entire year, which I imagine is pretty daunting for some people because, you know, time you never really get it back. Physical health has definitely been a big factor for some people as well because, you know, like, um, there's a lot of people that don't really have back gardens to do outside workouts and stuff like that. I don't imagine, like, being cooped in the house is particularly good for your physical or mental health, honestly. Definitely at first, um, I felt myself getting lazy. Yeah, motivation, um, mental health. Uh, I've been getting bare anxious for dumb little stuff. Uh, I think uh, because I wouldn't talk to a lot of people and just do my thing and that, uh, maybe I was losing um, self-confidence. So, yeah, I mean, no motivation after that. I mean, if I was just preparing to do my GCSEs right now, I'd be extremely anxious because I would have felt like I wouldn't have had a fair shot at, you know, what I'm doing. It doesn't seem fair. It isn't fair. You know, you can't just take people out of school for a year and then expect them to get the same results. Even, even if you're doing online learning and stuff like that, it's not the same as being in a classroom. Like, I would be extremely anxious so that it's only natural to be, you know, they put such an importance on GCSEs and stuff like that. They, they treat it like, it's like the biggest event of their life. And then 
now you just want to say, oh, it's okay, we can just take away school. Like, you'd have a lot of distrust in the government, I believe. I mean, obviously, I'm in year 11, and we first closed down when I was just, like, basically, like, three or four months in year 10. So, um, what's it called? It was kind of hard, because it was kind of like that. Year 10 and year 11 in, like, high school life is kind of the most important years of your life, especially towards GCSE time. And from that first, like, lockdown, I kind of suspected that GCSEs weren't going to be done, which means... Like most people that probably, let's say they didn't do as well in like tests or like regular tests didn't take it as seriously. Everyone's waiting for the GCSE to take it serious. Most people like are gonna suffer with their grades because they didn't want to take it serious from the beginning. And I feel like, like even for me, I feel like it's been a really hard adjustment. And each time it's kind of more scary when teachers are kind of like, they don't have answers for us themselves, which isn't as reassuring. So it's kind of a lot on the students as well, including the stress. Well, it would probably be school because everyone's worried about their grades and how it's going to affect their future and what kind of jobs they are and their parents are giving them a hard time, always saying you need to study and everything, you need to be better and it's just putting more stress on everybody. Well, school was kind of different because we had to be better and behave for the teachers to get on their good side because they determine our grades now and not us, so it was kind of stressful. Online classes, they're like, they don't really make you engage, they just check whether you're there or not. And sometimes they'll ask you to do some of the things that they're saying, like, oh, do this task or something. But if you don't do it, it doesn't matter because they don't care. It's just whether that you're there or not. A lot of people don't really have a lot of things going on for them, such as a lot of people have stopped working. Work has been stopped for them all day, they've lost their jobs. Um, they've lost their daily routine. A lot of people can't go to college. Um, they're sick of doing it on Zoom. They can't go to school. You can't even see friends and play. I mean, a lot of us are vulnerable to crime. It just seems more like a lot of things to be doing as well. You can't even see um, your family members and that as well, which aren't in your household. I mean, I feel that crime is just, you know, it's something different for people, if that makes sense. Like, Bruv, it was terrible, because my dad was at home. Like, everyone was at home, and I just felt very uncomfortable but now it's just a routine. I've been so down, so it's like, it's kind of changed in a good way because I used to go out every day, but now I go out when I feel like I need to go out, when I need to go to Colin and shit. I don't go out like every day, or I'll go out to play football, but I don't go out to go to the, to the blocks anymore, you know what I'm saying? Like myself, a lot of people have like, Within their households, it might feel like an op block because there might be certain people there that you don't get along with. You know, a lot of people struggle at home and the only time they like to, they feel like they're really free is when they're outside or away from home and Corona's turned that whole idea completely upside down considering you have to be in a box with these people for, you know, for that, throughout the whole of lockdown. It affected everybody in a way differently, mental health-wise. Because I feel like everyone's got already like enough stuff to deal with and it's kind of, it didn't help to be kind of isolated from people and to kind of be alone in your house all the time. Maybe some people grew up in toxic environments, so it wasn't easy for them to be at home for a long period of time. Well, my sister and my brother live right next door to us, so it's kind of been more arguments all the time, but in a way it also brought us closer because we spent more time with each other because we had no one else to spend time with. 
it just stresses you out. It's not like it's making you depressed or anything. For some people, maybe, yeah, but for me, it was just stressing me out, always being around my family, having to look after the kids, always having to deal with my brother and sister and everything. So that's how maybe for other people as well. Yeah, I lost uh, my grandparents. It mostly affected uh, my parents because they were more close. But it was difficult, definitely, because any family member means a lot to everyone, but this one was a bit different because it's like, it's like you're, you're grieving for someone that you've never met before. So you don't really have a proper connection, but it's still there. But my parents definitely uh, hit home for them. The internet's a negative but positive thing. I feel like that kind of helped a lot of people calling even though you shouldn't be, sometimes even meeting your friends. I feel like a lot of that kind of helped some people to push through because there was a lot of people that didn't make it out of corona for other reasons. And I feel like that kind of helped a lot to be around friends or other people you want to speak to. Um, being, being with my family, with my mum, that's helped definitely because there's a lot of people that are alone during this lockdown period must feel very alone. Um, the internet definitely has helped. You know, Netflix and stuff like that, that's helped. A pandemic, everyone's at home, you're by yourself, you're f reflecting more. So I'll, I'll definitely say that it's, it's, it's affected my uh, spirituality in terms of my religion, taking it more serious. But yeah, man, that's definitely one thing about, that's, 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 that's one thing I'm grateful for, man, definitely. I thought I needed this and that and, and, and like, bro, like, can't lie, I'm a very materialistic person. Do you know what I mean? Like, you'll see me with an Apple Watch or, like, new shoes that I want or, like, hopefully the latest iPhone. Do you know what I mean? That's me, innit? Being in lockdown, like, bro, who's going to see this shit? And, like, I'm not saying I'm frosting for other people, but I definitely dress so other people can recognise it. And... Yeah, it did make me think, bro, what is it that I actually need? The only way it sort of affected me and my friends, because we used to go gym prior to COVID, and, like, we're all getting fat now. So, yeah, I mean... And not only that, there's, like, a outdoor gym in Scrubs near where we live, and they put, like, fencing around all of the gym equipment. So it sort of... Yeah, it affected us with regards to like exercising. I used to go pure gym and they're 24 hours and there's no one really there. You just enter a pin and you're good to go by yourself. And even that, I reckon they could have limited the amount of people that goes in at a number of time. Um, but they didn't do that. They just locked off the whole gym. So yeah, I think they should have kept it open because it's like great for people and everyone needs exercise. So yeah. I know who's profited the most, yeah. I feel like you see these, um, any business within food, within the food industry, considering I was working for one um, throughout the start of Corona. Um, the food business, considering no one else has anything else to do, like, the only thing you can go and do, I can say this to myself as well, is a lot of people are spending money on eating. Um, nothing else is open, so, like, people want to get out of the house, and considering the food place is essential, you know, you'll spend all your money there and putting so much pressure on the workers there, man. I can say, yeah, I can say that for a fact. Food businesses are, they're profiting from this. People are losing their, people are losing their homes because jobs are not, they're not, nobody's working on that. Certain jobs get furloughed, certain jobs don't. So they have to find some other place to work in a, but a, like a, 
a new job that's coming up and that's e-commerce when you're all like Amazon, eBay and all that that type of jobs are the ones that are running still. I, I didn't like the job. Do you know what? My, th- my thing is this, right? I feel like I was getting frustrated because I feel like what should have been done wasn't done. I feel like the whole back and forth is like it wasn't doing anything. I feel like they should have just said like, because I was looking at, I was looking on the news here in other countries like Poland, but I just, I was seeing so many countries out of lockdown and I'm like, they're out of lockdown because their government just like, they put their foot down and said, no, no one's leaving, like we're patterning this. But with, um, with us, it was just, yeah, like even when I saw the three week lockdown, it just sounded so stupid. Like you're seeing the cases rising and you think that like, three weeks is gonna think. I just feel like the government didn't take it as seriously. Like even till now, I don't, I feel like they're only taking it seriously now. Like what they're doing, like the fact that everything that happened last year, it led us all the way back. It led us to literally them doing the exact same thing come March time. It was like, what was the whole of last year for? So I feel like I was frustrated because I felt like last year they should have just put everyone in the lockdown for like six months and actually just sorted it. And then I, I think if they'd done that, we would have been like a New Zealand. Is they prioritise money over health? Because the more they more they the more they shut down things, the less money they're making. People have been, you know, affected by the pandemic. A lot of people have lost their jobs. Yeah, a lot of people weren't even eligible for furlough, so they have to. It's their duty as, you know, if they want to lock the country down, they have to care for those that they've deprived of work now. Lockdown has changed people for the worst and for the best as well, isn't it? And just talking about that, being in an environment where you lot are like talk, chatting about your experiences or having a conversation about what has or hasn't happened, it kind of brings you closer. Nah, I think that was so sick. The fact that uh, you, me personally, if I if I if I didn't um, like call you every now and then, the fact that I was uh, having you on Zoom sessions and that. Uh, that helped a lot because it gave us something to do. So, yeah, man, that definitely helped a lot. Bro, I'll be honest, me, apart from you lot, I don't know anyone else that's doing that. So I would say, yeah, these lot definitely need to do more. I haven't, I haven't seen anything online talking about anyone helping us, anyone helping kids that need, like, that I need and that. You know what I mean? I, I just saw that from Bolo. It's like, it's like 60 people in my class, and if I say I need help, they won't help me because other people are already ahead of me. Like, I used to get help. Um, I have, like, a TA inside my classes, but online classes, I don't have no one. She's just me and the teachers and the students. The police, I've, been, I've seen the police everywhere, every single day. I've been stopped about 10 times at least this, uh, this quarantine. Uh, so did my friends, every single one of them, even if we're not together, uh, they've been stopped, everyone. Uh, oh, like, what are you doing right now? It's smelling of cannabis, blah, blah, blah. More time, like, most of these times, I, I, I had no draw on me, get me? And these lot are just coming, like, yeah, like, it's, it's smelling like cannabis. These lot, apparently they're telling me I'm overspeeding on my pad, and like, it's not even true. Yeah, I think this this lockdown, during this lockdown, the police have been looking at the the, the youngers, the, the, the young people, not necessarily young, like, 20, 25 and on, you get me? They've been looking at them, looking at us, thinking, yeah, we're gonna try to catch the, the trappers, innit? A lot of people would say gang activity has decreased during lockdown, or, but like, bro, 
not really. All you have to do at home is to chat online, bro. Everyone's talking online about this person and that person, and it's lockdown has made people bored. And because people are bored, they're starting to act out. Well, they need to make sure that police are not breaking their own rules, which has happened quite a lot. Like, a friend of mine got raided during the peak of lock. This is the first lockdown, right? They, they, they decided to bring 15 people into his home by raiding him by surprise. So I think police aren't really following their own rules. They'll, they'll go to search people and use the COVID stop as an excuse when, when they scream out social distancing 24-7, which is just, I think a lot of it's just being used to abuse our rights in this country, you know? They're, they're not upholding our rights as people. Not that they did that anyway, but now it's just getting a bit ridiculous. The fact that they can stop you for, for no crime when you haven't committed a crime and you have to state where you are. Who are these people? Why should I have to? I, I just, I just, I don't, I don't agree with a lot of policing in this country as it is, but the fact that they so frequently break their own rules when they are supposed to be the ones enforcing the law, it doesn't make any sense to me. And the fact that they targeted a young person who has respiratory, respiratory problems, which, which could have been fatal if one of them officers, one of the 15 was carrying COVID, you know, it just shows a lack of care a lack of understanding of what their actual job is here to serve and protect the community. Whereas well, they're not doing that. I'm 19, I'm young, I'm black. I won't speak for a lot of people, but I know some people have felt exactly how I'm feeling. Imagine being at your lowest point, yeah, and still being pushed, still being pursued, still being persecuted. Imagine, yeah, having laws and rules and legislations telling you to stay at home and social distance and you still get in trouble from people who you're supposed to be staying away from, bro. Enough is enough. People say, oh, you know, because of lockdown they were bored and that. Nah, man, it was way more than that. I think it was more of a, bro, like, we comply, we comply, we comply, we always listen and it never changes. Yeah, we're doing our best for society and society isn't doing the best for us. I can't lie, there's only so much somebody can take before that back gets broke. The people had enough, man. Enough is enough. And some people, they don't realise that enough is enough until you tell them. And unfortunately, we just had to say, like, we had to show them, innit? Showing is always, always a last resort for me, innit? I never want to show someone I'm serious. Because whenever I do, I, I don't reciprocate it in a way where they take me seriously. But it's like, bro, if you don't listen to me, who will? Definitely school, they need to like, for Acton High School, for example, they need to get better teachers, better mentors, and they can't just start yelling at the kids whenever they've done something wrong. They need to teach them how to not do it again and not punish them each time because some kids don't know how to act anymore because they've been at home for so long. Everyone's going through something and the teachers just make it worse by saying, oh, is this how you act at home and everything, but you don't know what's going on at home, you don't know why they're being like that. They don't take the time to try and find that out. They just kind of judge you on what you're doing and stuff, but you don't know why they're doing it. And you need to really work with the kids to see why it's happening, because it could be a bigger issue. 
And for example, some people might not be able to talk about what's going on in their house. So they kind of just act it out, but they can't say anything because they know if they do, the school calls the parents straight away. And then after they come home and they get in trouble or it just makes their life more stressed. They need to really help kids. We're not getting over Corona anytime soon. I don't care if he opens the world so we can travel to the moon. We're not getting over it anytime soon. So a year later from now, yeah, people will forget about Corona, they'll forget all about the hardship they went through, but it'll just be replaced with a new hardship, financial hardship. Everyone's been hit financially. Businesses are shut down, people can't live, houses will be lost. Like during this Corona time, yeah, the law is like, you know, you can't kick no one out and you can't demand arrears and whatever. <laughs> yeah, for now, bro, you just wait. People are gonna be, there's gonna be a lot more homeless people. There's gonna be a lot more kids coming out of prison with no support. There's gonna be so much, there's gonna be a lot more violence. Like, and it's funny how like, Corona's ending now and like, people are trying to like, stop the food distribution. Things are just supposed to go back into normal, just like that. People are trying to stop food distribution, they're trying to stop um, helping with housing and universal credits going back the way it usually was already, do you know what I mean? We're still in lockdown. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? Like, we're not in full lockdown, but we're still in periods of where we still need to social distance and isolate ourselves from other people. And this shit is already happening. The year's not even halfway there, mate. Do you know what I mean? If you, if you told me, like, this situation that would happen right now, like, when I was 16, like, I wouldn't believe it. I'd be like, what are you talking about? We're all going to be wearing masks, like, we're all going to be on lockdown, we can't travel nowhere, all the shops are going to be closed. I would have been like, this ain't no end of the world movie type of thing. Like it's not. It's not looking like the end of the world. But this thing has really happened. It just shows that anything's like. I feel like anything's possible now. Like I'm, after the pandemic hit, I feel like if anything, yeah, it's given me like um, an insight into like you can literally. I feel like I can just make anything happen. Like this world, like is full of full of surprises type of thing. You know, like anything. Honestly, anything can happen. Anything can happen, man. I'm actually for the vaccine because I like I see people on Twitter and stuff saying, oh, other countries, like, they didn't have to take the vaccine. Why should we? But I'm like, our country's full of ignorant people that don't listen to the government. So that is why we take the vaccine. <laughs> that is it. Literally, no one was taking, like, I'm seeing, I'm seeing street, I was seeing streets and stuff like, like flooded, like, like, and sometimes I was seeing on the news, like, there's no mask in, like, no one's wearing masks. I feel like the vaccine, I'm actually for it because I just want to get, like, I just want to, I just want to um, get out of this whole situation as soon as possible. I don't know, people got these, they listen to, like, YouTubers that, that want to create conspiracy theories. I feel like, like, there's people that have actually gone years and years of uni, medical school, sorry, like, they've done, they, like, they've spent half their lives working for this, like, like and you don't, you, you trust, you trust Bob, Bob the conspiracy theorist, on YouTube more than you trust like Doctor Doctor Who, I'm like the the Doctor brother. Like I don't know. I think I think it just shows like like I don't know. I feel like in the UK it's just a lot. There's a lot of ignorance, man. A lot of ignorance. But I trust the vaccine, and I mean, if it comes to, it, I would actually take it. Definitely say people that have been fired and that. Yeah. Uh, they definitely suffered the most, you know, because uh, uh, these times are uh, tough times we're in right now, and uh, anyone that's lost their, their jobs probably uh, probably uh, suffered the most. Uh, but yeah, man, it's, it's, it's tough times, but tough times never lost, you know.
I mean, I'm hoping that like this whole like you know the whole June twenty first thing like it actually you know is actually going to like work. I hope I hope that they're not just gonna lift the whole lockdown thing for just like and and, and nothing actually and. I don't want them to lift the lockdown for them to come back in like a couple months' time and say, yeah, we're back. I feel like I am optimistic, but I feel like all I can actually do is like, it's got to the point where like I've kind of just, I feel like everyone's kind of just adjusted, like this is actually the new normal. Like, so you just, you don't actually, you don't really have a choice. Like it's got, it's gotten a lot better, but yeah, I just say like, I am optimistic that hopefully everything will be sorted like as soon as possible. In a sense of a lesson, I don't think equality is the... I don't really think equality was kind of being done in a sense of, like, I don't think we all came together and learnt from the experience as much. Besides, like, the protests that were going on and stuff, I guess you could say unity did kind of incorporate the whole coronavirus thing, but I personally think we should all learn from it. It's kind of like this kind of virus. It wasn't kind of... It was, like, high risk for, like, elderly people, but any of us could have died. So it was kind of, like, more eye-opening... I guess in the sense of like time is not it's not guaranteed how long you'll live or how long you'll be on this earth so it's kind of like make a difference change do what you need to do instead of waiting for next year next couple years just start from now because change doesn't really have a date or time no obviously i I agree with them they're there to uh, protect us you know uh they uh, wouldn't do that for no reason but then again i think it's been um uh, delayed as well at the same time or it could have been eased but uh, no I don't know man I have two ways about this man I've got two ways about this but no, I definitely uh, agree that it's there to protect us and uh, you know we've got to follow it until June June's around the corner so hopefully you know we don't lose any more beloved people to us so hopefully we can see each other all in June and get lit Thanks for listening to our eighth podcast for Silas Radio. Everyone featured in the podcast are young people that attend Bollybrook Youth Centre in South Acton. If you'd like to find out more about the centre and the projects that happen there, then go to youngealing.co.uk. Thanks to Silas for the support and giving us this platform for the podcast. We'll be back soon with the next edition.